my christ <laughs> oh my little jesus christ superstar <laughs> we are back motherfuckers back. how long and has can, it been it's been so it long. has literally been years and can i just say fuck that only one person checked in on us to make sure we were okay if i knew someone and they were releasing things every week and then they just stopped i would want to make sure they were alive well, thank God we have such good social media presences that nobody's worried about us. You're right. Everyone knew we were alive. I'm. You, you think if I stopped posting on Instagram for like a week, someone would check in on me? Probably. And like I wasn't out and about. Do you think people would check in? Yeah. Or do you think 100%. they would just forget about me? I think not you. I think that I think I could drop dead out here and nobody would notice. But I think you. <laughs> I think you're a, a vital uh, piece of the Atlanta comedy scene. Me and my mom. No, you would say that, but there's been times when I've left Atlanta for a week and not told anyone where I was going and no one checked in. No one's been like, it was every time, every time someone died, I had to go home to a funeral and I'd be like, oh, crazy that no one asked where I've been at. Are you drinking milk? I'm drinking um, coffee, but I put a lot of creamer in it. Wait, let me see. Hold that up again. <laughs> Wait, no, keep holding it up. Let me take a pic for the Instagram. For those of you who didn't know, this is completely white. It no. looks like you're drinking milk. How much creamer did you fucking put in that? It's like a two to one. <laughs> I don't see. Do you see any remnants of coffee? That is straight up creamer. It's so good. I bet it is. <laughs> I bet it's delicious. It's a cup of creamer. Yeah. It's keto, baby. <laughs> it's so keto. You and your milk. That God, it looks like you're I was. Milk. I was milk shamed when I went to the beach with the 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 girls. You drink milk the... on the beach? Yeah, I drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was drinking milk on the beach. Everybody's like, "What's wrong with you?" And I was like, "I'm trying to catch some seagulls." <laughs> they, I heard they love milk. No, we like would go out for coffee in the morning, and then like I would put the milk from the the big metal thing in there and it would like run out and i'd have to like go ask get more you would take the big tin thing of milk and get a straw and put the straw in there oh, for the so dash good. of coffee mm, it's like a milkshake baby i knew someone in high school we used to give him shit for it all the time shout out timmy hughes hashtag timmy hughes another hughes good, another oh my god i didn't even fucking think about that yeah very good friend of mine from middle school to high school. He, we would, we would really, we, we gave him a lot of shit, but we gave him a lot of shit because we'd all go to Starbucks and he would just get a venti milk with vanilla syrup in it. Which, like, it doesn't sound bad, a vanilla, but a vanilla milk, purchasing a vanilla milk, I can't believe I even remember that. Is we like got vanilla milk at home. We, <laughs> literally get the vanilla almond milk a full venti do you know how big venti is that's like a carton of milk yeah i mean you gotta have a little caffeine in there i feel like you know it's probably too late for my bones but the calcium's <laughs> got to be doing something your chalk bones my chalk bones i got chalk bones get chalky chalky what's your what's your fun starbucks order fun yeah if you had to be fun about it like oh. what do you get when you're like trying to get something fun if I got what I used to get when I was when I lived in Florida, like I we discovered like uh this great it was like a Starbucks double shot on ice mm. with white mocha and I think toffee nut or whatever the That's a lot. Oh my god, it's so sweet. Like it's I couldn't do that now. So my That's usual fun. Starbucks order. I don't like going to Starbucks for anything but the egg bites because I think their coffee kind of sucks. If it doesn't yeah. have all the the sweet pumps in it. Give me my sweet pumps. Straight to, straight to the gullet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll do the double shot still, but like with like a sugar-free vanilla if I must. When I was um, in high school in carpooling, did I have I told you about this? My mom would always make me. Oh, look what I have here. My Delta pin you got me. Oh. <laughs> when Katie Pilot came to. Katie asked uh, her Delta. <laughs> 
Delta stewardess to get her a pin for me. But she not said for I was... you, for my little niece. I said oh. I, I had to. I had to make it. I don't know why I had to lie. I could have been like, "Can I have one?" I'm sure they would have given me one. But I was like, "My little niece, my little 25 year old niece." <laughs> Um, but my mom would always make me coffee. So sweet of her to bring with me in the car. But everyone else in the carpool would get Starbucks. And so I was like, I want to buy Starbucks. So I would get what they, I would get. They would all get venti drinks. So every morning for like a month, not a month, maybe like two or three weeks. So a month. Um, <laughs> I would get a venti dirty chai latte. Ooh. So good, right? And then mm. I remember after the month being like, am I gaining weight? Why am I gaining weight? Like... I'm just doing the same thing I'm doing. And I checked and I was literally drinking like 700 calories before yeah. school every day. Yeah, I definitely um, don't think it's keto to do that. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I drank one like every day for a while because there's a Starbucks by my house and I would meet with uh, Harmon and uh, our other friend Kendra to write like all the time. And I would just be drinking these sugary like it cannot be. It cannot be keto. No. My favorite person I see at the Starbucks by my work every time I go in is um, a woman in probably her her mid-70s, to be uh, generous, doing <laughs> some numbers in a book that okay. look like ancient runes. <laughs> and she is there every day, no beverage, just working on her Jumatria. Damn, I can't believe they let her sit there with no drink. I know. And then everybody else in the Starbucks is like a high schooler from El Segundo. It's very, uh, it's very intimidating. And I look at her and I go, we're in, we're in this together, sister. No, you're in with the high schoolers and you know it. Yeah. They, they hold the door open for me as I hobble in. Um, before we uh, get started, um, I just want to give a quick shout out. There was a couple freaks at the show last night. Nice. In Athens, Georgia at Church Bar. So if you were there and you were a freak, thank you for coming. Amazing. We got we got some shooters in these streets. That's awesome. Can I say that? I think so. I think that's it left my mouth fair. and it sounded bad. I think it sounded it sounded so cool. I couldn't have said it as cool. Did it sound cool? <laughs> yeah. It sounded cringe when I we got some shooters in these. Some I say shooters. shooters. Maybe in these streets was where I where it doesn't really sound like me. <laughs> me would be like we got some shooters in the target we got some shooters in this starbucks <laughs> um but that is why you have to keep your thing on you at all times because of the shooters in the streets yes yes you know i got my thing on me <laughs> <laughs> were were tensions uh high when you went to athens there is recently the first uh murder on the uga campus in like three decades what i had no idea some nursing student went for a jog and got murdered they caught the guy like the same day which is i think a rarity but uh yeah this like last week that's fucking awful no i haven't even seen anything about that i guess they got over it i guess they were all god that is jogging it is so fucked that women cannot run i mean not for me because i wasn't gonna do it but like it is so like, if so many, I know, like, so many people who are murdered is from, they're on a jog. Yeah. It's like, why would you go after someone that's running fast? I don't know. I feel like maybe, because I was thinking that, too. I'm like, well, A, that couldn't be me. But B, um, <laughs> like, maybe you're assuming that they're going to be too tired to really put up chase. Or have their headphones in or something. Ugh, that, too, that yeah. So awful. Well, condolences to them and their family and stay safe out there. And also don't be a murderer. That is so fucked. Yeah. Like that guy fucking. If any of our freaks out there are considering being a murderer, uh, think again. Please don't you do that. You can't hear the podcast in jail. That's all we're trying to say. I hope that guy literally gets poop knifed in jail. Uh, God willing. I fucking God hope. willing and the creek don't rise. And I hope he survives it and has to fucking just live a life where he's like and he's fucked getting medically knifed every day yeah i hope he constantly gets i hope he's in so much pain constantly i i mean probably i think that would be fair i think that'd be fair i mean not fair but you, you know what i'm saying 
reasonable. maybe that's it'd be reasonable reasonable no i did not feel tensions were high at all that's good i'm glad people are ready to laugh again yeah maybe that's there were a lot of people at the show maybe that's why maybe people Safety wanted a numbers. little yeah or maybe people wanted a little a little break yeah some, who else was laughter. on your show it was um andrew weaver hosting and then i brought sherry to feature um who killed it i don't know if you know sherry they started um not that long ago so you might have been gone yeah i don't think i met them i think i might have seen your post tagging them in it it might be my first they're very funny they're like less than a year into comedy and uh it's it's very impressive their jokes are very silly very funny nice sounds like someone else i know a little protege uh-oh who a little ingenue you who who is it <laughs> who stop 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 the suspense who are you referring to uh one miss tamar rubin me yeah that's my name that's you uh how's your how's your preparation for the the big record going okay freaks update if you you already know if you've been listening the freaks already knew before i dropped but i am recording an album okay okay guys presented by rhizome comedy okay guys march 22nd so what i need you motherfuckers to do right now if you've ever given a shit about me or katie i need you to while you're listening to this podcast exit out Go to my Instagram, type in my name, TamarRubin69. Go to my link tree in my bio. Click the first thing on there. It says comedy album recording. And I need you to buy a ticket to that. It's $10. Um, That's a steal. It's a steal. 10 bucks. Are you kidding me? And it's going to be featuring, um, hosted by uh, Zach Wright, <gasps> featuring uh, Shelly Gruenberg and Gabe Haynes. Nice. So That's a great it'll be a great show. Um, so please buy, and it's gonna, guys. Your your laughter is gonna live on forever. That is exciting to hear your own laughs on a an album recording. My someone did tell me yesterday though. There's a a guy in Atlanta comedy who has a very like he laughs a lot, which I appreciate, but he has like a very insane laugh that's very noticeable and like laughs at everything. And my friend yesterday was like, if he comes, you have to like kick him out or have him sit in the back because apparently he went to another comics album recording and he sat in the front and the comic like refuses to release the album because he says like his laugh ruins it. Is it the same person I'm thinking of? Hold type on, type it. it in the chat. I'll type it in the chat. But like, I could really see it being a problem if you're laughing at setups and no one's laughing and you have the most insane laugh in the world. Oh, this person? Oh. Ugh. <laughs> okay. Who are you thinking? Oh, this person who isn't allowed in other venues has a terrible laugh. <laughs> no, not that person. Okay. Um so each, each of them each of them banned from certain venues and <laughs> online <laughs> forums for different reasons so please but please come and laugh but um but yeah they told me that and i was like okay great so i'm gonna need someone checking in tickets and someone else on the lookout for anyone who has an insane laugh that's gonna laugh at everyone <laughs> i think those i mean just i think yeah, the stand. You, you just gotta say get out i just think stand in the back is fine i i, I doubt that first person will come I doubt the second person will come, but I, hope I doubt. Well, yeah, I think go. I think it will be fine. But um, prep has been good. You know, I'm learning a lot. Uh, I, I'm very lucky to have been able to keep running it so many times. I ran a different order last night, which I preferred to the mm. order I did in Raleigh. Um, you know, it's so interesting because I always thought by the time I would record like 30 to 40 minutes, I would have done it so many times, you know. But that's really not the case. I did it like a few times before prepping for this and then prepping for it since I've done it more. But it's like so different, obviously, than like a 10 minute set. And like the biggest difference I notice is like in terms of momentum, like building momentum, maintaining momentum, having dips, like how to deal with those dips, being okay with moments of like silence. Mm -hmm. So it's been an interesting thing to navigate and learn and trying to like change the jokes rhythmic, like having like I'm really ordering the jokes based more on rhythm versus based more on like content mm -hmm. um 
last night was the first time there was like a couple like okay there was like a couple dips or like a couple silences and I didn't like freak out I was like okay this is fine this is normal like stay with it and then got them on the next yeah thing and I feel like you can also do pickups at the end like if you go oh this one joke didn't work um and then just be like all right I'm gonna do this one joke again act like you like it this time after the whole set's over really I think you're allowed to do that sure I just hope people at the recording are laughing. Like if, if people aren't laughing at the recording, then I will, I'm not lying. I will move from Atlanta. I will be like, oh, you laugh. guys don't support I think you'll me. do great. Yeah. And I think people it's, know when it's a recording to kind of like not obnoxiously laugh, but like really let it out. Like, yes. Cause it went, I did 40 minutes last night. That's awesome. It did 40 and it went, it went, it went well. It went good. Um, so it's just I'm I'll be honest God am I am I excited for it to be done yeah this is the calmest I felt about it today I've really just like been going to bed with like pits in my stomach but this is the calmest I feel about it today and I'm excited for it to be recorded I'm excited to feel I'm running it a few more times I'm excited to feel confident about the order and for it to be done yeah. What day is it again? March 22nd. March 22nd. Are you coming? I wish I could. I don't Are you going to surprise me? I wish I could. I hope you know I fully believe you're surprising me. <laughs> the whole, Please the whole don't night get your I'm, hopes up. I, they're already through the roof. The whole night I'm going to be looking at the door waiting no. for you to walk in. It's like, yep, I'm already thinking it. I'm fully I fully know you're going to be there. You you sly dog. I you. wish I could. I don't you so okay yeah good trip <laughs> you wish you could be there uh. um I have my uh album or whatever it's it's special coming out next Sunday oh my god um, uh 14 14 short months after recording it <laughs> where is it coming out the YouTube oh thank on god helium's YouTube so if you're listening to this on Friday or whenever it drops um set set your alarms set your clocks for next sunday the best day for a thing to drop on the internet sunday <laughs> sunday 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 um, i can't wait to watch it it's gonna be very short it might be like 30 minutes i haven't seen the final cut of it because i had mm -hmm. them i watched the first one and i had a bunch of notes and i sent the notes and then i talked to the guy this week he goes oh yeah it's coming out on the third and i went oh good to know <laughs> great great to know um but yeah, I I did I did some jokes that like like the shooting jokes that I was just like when I rewatched it, I was like, these were not done at all. Mm -hmm. Um so I had them cut those out and then uh the intro is just like a an homage to the Nicole Kidman thing, Nicole. but there's no voiceover on that. So I think it's only thirty minutes, but who gives a fuck? Uh it's gonna be out there and I can make clips out of it or whatever. What other notes did you give them? Like, what kind of notes do you give in this situation? Um, there was just a lot of, like, weird uh, angle choices where it's, like, it should be more, like, like full screen, like, on, like, straight ahead. I forgot what the word for it was, but, like, just on me for, like, the punchlines as opposed to further away. Like, I, like, I think the setup could be, like, a wider shot, and then I think the mm -hmm. close up, closer shot should be, like the punchlines and so I kind of gave them that note that's um, good that's actually really great insight and... also that just made me realize I should have put in my contract no side shots of me and I'm pissed I didn't um or, I mean the way that room set up it's probably harder to get a side shot yeah I know so that's good. why do you think I picked it <laughs> why do you think I goddamn picked it and be a good no, venue you... for it I think it'll be a great venue for it I think we can get a lot of people in there I made the ticket um, max 100, and then I was like, I should see how many chairs they have, because they told me before, they're like, we can fit 200 people in here, but like some standing, I would assume, so I emailed them, and I said, how many chairs do we Yeah, do we you have? want everybody to be seated, because then you don't want people like milling about talking by the bar, like you don't want to give them yeah. that opportunity. I should um, get, because I think I'll have like, if comics want to come hang and stand if it's full, but I need to make sure I have someone there who can tell people to shut the fuck up if necessary what about and i know this isn't one of your jokes but it would kind of work for a title like based on the background you could call it like 
the unicorn or just unicorn. That's cute. I'm writing that down. And then, yeah, and then it's like, uh, as though the background was intentional as opposed to venue specific. Let me write down album title. What the hell were to go? Okay. I'm writing it down. Unicorn. That's so much better than the one I gave you that made you get syphilis. (laughs) Every time I tell Katie a potential album title name, she literally cuts herself. (laughs) I liked the ones that we were talking about with Zach when I was at your place. Yeah, those were fun. I hope it just comes to me after the recording. Like, I hope I get off stage and I'm like, oh, my God, the name of the album all along was this. I think so. I bet. I bet it will. Or like when you re-listen to it and you like see what's like the biggest like anchor joke or what people laugh at the hardest. Like, I think that'll give you some insight into what it should be called. Yeah. I think I'm going to call mine Queen of the Castle. I love it. Well, Queen of the Castle no longer exists, so. Oh, my God. Up for grabs. Up for grabs. Could you imagine? Theater Queen of the Castle. Prom Queen of the Castle. That's kind of fun. Um, Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I guess it just yeah just is if you have if you own Queen of the Castle you're one of the lucky few. I guess uh I know I love that album. I guess worst case scenario could be Tamar Rubin self entitled. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, that one's fun. It was very fun. Freaks, freaks. If you if you go to the album recording, send me. That's a an- guys. That's another reason to go. Send me your titles for it. Yeah. What if somebody? Yeah. What if somebody has like the perfect idea for the title? Wouldn't you feel cool if that was like. If you had credit for that, and yeah. I wouldn't credit you like on the album or anything, Absolutely but like, not. like, and I would never mention it, but we would know. We would know. You and that person would know. And freaks, um, we might mention it on the pod. Well, or for the sure, Patreon. You know, we give the gossip here. <laughs> um, um, I want to hear all about Florida. Uh, it was it was great. It was a good time. Can I, you uh, give a? Can you explain to the to the freaks what you were doing there, Katie? Katie was in Atlanta for one night. We got to one spend day. one beautiful night together. Um, I haven't even thrown away your water bottle yet because it makes me think of you. <laughs> I just opened it up and put my tongue in it. And I'm like, oh my god. I did. I definitely filled it and then left it on the counter and walked out of your home. So I copped that. I copped it. Hell yeah. Um. So I went down for the first annual uh sand up comedy festival (laughs) Uh, (laughs) no did you say sand up that's what it was called sand up comedy that's hilarious in um beautiful seaside florida and it was a really good time like i was i i knew that i wouldn't make money on it um so it was very much like a comedy vacation because i basically got the amount of money that my plane ticket cost Mm-hmm. But it was well worth it. Um, so it was like a four-day festival. And I think I did two shows every day except one. I think one day there's only one show for people. Um, but it was really cool. So I drove down with uh, Lace Larrabee of Laugh Lab fame, um, Brittany Dent, and legend. Holly Ballantyne. Three legends. legends. Um, and uh, it was very cool because Lace said I could ride with them because I was planning on just driving by myself and being a little road dog soloist but uh lone wolf i'm a little solo doggy um but yeah it was good uh um it's not that far it was only like five hours it's like you go through alabama and then you're like there um which somebody in a store told me they were like they were like where are you from and i said la and they're like you know they call this la and i went really they went yeah lower alabama i was like that's hilarious um it's a very like rich area like all of the homes in like the neighborhood we stayed in are like all like million dollar condos that are just like uh short-term rentals that are owned probably by like some international conglomerate Uh, but we stayed in one called plum lazy and then the boys stayed in one called plum crazy and it was like a uh, attached condos with like this big crow's nest up top so like me Brittany, holly well lace got her own hotel room because she was a headliner but like she stayed at our place like three nights because it was way more fun than being yeah duh. 20 miles away from everybody at a hotel um, yeah that's l- also i just think it's interesting they put the woman in plum lazy we're plum lazy i guess they didn't want to put some plum crazy because we would have lost our fucking minds <laughs> <laughs> yeah you drink that milk 
so milky um but yeah it was like like a five minute walk to the beach i had uh my first ever lobster roll <gasps> tell me everything it was good i i ex i don't i i think i expected more i would also expect a lot from a lobster roll it just sounds it sounds fancy. so decadent but like there's it's not a lot of lobster i wanted more lobster less roll mm. That's always your critique on lobster food. So I've noticed with you, you're always like the lobster bisque, amazing. Not enough lobster. Not enough. Lobster. <laughs> Too much bisque. <laughs> you know me. I'm I'm a real glutton for crustaceans. <laughs> Gross. Um, but we went to uh, Lace has like friends everywhere. Like it's crazy. She's like, oh, one of my best friends owns this restaurant that she used to work with at like Tin Lizzie's, and it was called uh, Chiringos. So we went there, and. Uh, you know, all the all the girlies got their margaritas, and I had my little Diet Coke and a lobster roll. Very delicious. Um, and then all the shows I thought were good. Like, I wasn't, like, there was none where I was like, oh, I bombed. But none of them felt like, oh, I killed so hard. But, you know, it was fine. Uh, I thought I did good on all of them, considering... Like one of them was in a brewery where they used you probably saw the clip that I put on my Instagram. Like they put all these tall like barrel tables in front of short normal tables. And <laughs> that was, was like, such a funny clip. What are y'all doing? And then I went back like the next night because like you had multiple shows at the same venues. Mm -hmm. Um and they had done it again. Like I don't know. I don't know. And tell um, everyone about the captain's hat. I saw, so I was following Katie's Instagram stories like a mad woman. It was felt like my daughter was going to camp, like just making sure she was having a good time. And when I saw you in that captain's hat, I was like, okay, Katie's locked in now. <laughs> I could I tell that was hat. a turning point for the trip. It really was. I saw the hat. We went to um, some shoe store because Lace was like, oh, I want to get some shoes or look at them or something. And I saw this hat and I went, should I get that? And I tried it on and it just, it, it captured me and it was only $20. Yeah. It's the best $20 I've ever spent. Cause it definitely Captain made Katie. everything at least, you know, 30 to 35% more fun. I was giving it 25% <laughs> at first and I was like, no, this is really upped the fun levels. Um, really suited me. I think captaining is, uh, captaining a ship is my, my, uh, destiny one day. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a very win in Florida, Florida souvenir. Um, I had crepes at like out of a, a food truck for breakfast a couple times. That was good. Yummy. Um, ate it on the beach. Saw some, saw some birds. Oh my um, god! I feel like I could have done more. You know what I mean? Like more walking around, whatever. But it was very exhausting. It was like any other comedy festival where it's like mm -hmm. you just go all all day. But every night we had shows at like six and eight. So they would come pick us up at five. Okay. And so basically you had like between having breakfast and getting on the bus, like you had a couple hours to just like relax. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I feel like everybody was pretty tired the whole time. And like, I was glad I took the time off because like Brittany and Ian were both working while they were there. And I'm like, nah, couldn't be me. That sucks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was overall a good time. The other, the boy comics from Atlanta were um, Ian Aber, Nick Murphy, Andrew George, and Bob Place. So they were in the other house. What a fun group. And um, what's her name? Elise, I believe is her name. Yes, um, she's great. I, yeah, I'd met her on uh, New Year's and then actually got to like hang out. Very fun. We all played like Cards Against Humanity for way too yeah. long. She's awesome. Yeah, big I liked her a big lot. Big fan of her. Um uh very funny um we all made fun of her her supplements she was like <laughs> taking shots of sea moss and like every every millennial was like what what the fuck is that that's little, so funny and then i know she went out that night and had like three whiskey shots to the face 100 percent yeah. balance i'm balance. with her that's that's on balance um but yeah it was really cool to see everybody again i mean i just saw like a lot of people on new year's but like nick murphy is just such a killer like yeah and then while all we were there like his uh netflix is a joke like he's gonna be on that came like got announced so that was cool to see that's um, so sick 
but before we got there, we all got an email about how we couldn't <laughs> um, be rude to the audiences in so many words. Yeah, like, let's hear about the email. So we got from... an email that said, and I don't want to, I don't want to give too much away, but it said that yeah. we needed to keep things PG eighteen plus, which <laughs> I've never heard that phrase before. Um, so I was just like, okay, so R, like, yeah. And I don't do I don't do particularly graphic material, but some of the other people um, that I listed are might be have more uh, graphic things to say to the audience, mm-hmm. and so um, I think it put everybody on edge a little bit to be like, oh, do I have to rework my act? Do I do I even have an act that's going to be appropriate for these people? And it turns out that was an unfounded fear. Like anything of that course. was written in the email, like. That's what people wanted to hear. Like I knew it. it. When you described the audience type, I was like, those people are going to want as dirty as possible. They loved dirty. Loved it so much. Um, and so it was really fun because I got to see Bob do all of my favorite Disneyland songs. I um, love those songs. So good. Um, and then, like, you know, Nick Murphy is, like, the crowd work master. So, like, he was just dishing it out to people. Um, it was really fun to see Mandel because he had some new jokes I hadn't heard before um mandel was one of the headliners so he was he got his own hotel and so did like wellington who's another headliner so i think the headliners were wellington mandel lace out of atlanta and then this guy named peter wong from new york who's very funny and very nice yeah he's great he's so Um, nice i'd never met him before but i really liked him a lot yeah he's awesome um the other non-atlanta featured comedian was this guy named ben bryant who runs denver comedy underground but he's out of new york oh, cool cool very nice very funny um and then they had a bunch of like local comedians who were local florida comedians i didn't even know they had local comedians on it that's cool yeah it was it, it was it really was um <laughs> so either they would host the shows or yeah i think that all the locals hosted and then they would have like one local on the lineup um and that was, yeah, it was just like, oh, I wish y'all had more stage time and headliners around here. Like, I, I yeah. wish that for you so much. Did you um, have any crazy interactions with people who were, like, in the audience or anything, like, afterwards? There was one woman who was at every place we went. And I'm not even talking just the comedy shows. Like, Oh, man. Yeah. Like, so I go to the first night um, after party. And there's this woman there. And she's wearing, like, big, chunky pearls. And, I like, she's, like almost falling over and the only reason <laughs> i remember her name is because it was kate oh I yeah like, okay i can remember that so i meet her there i'm like you know finally get to pull myself away from our conversation we go to the gas station who's next to us no swear to god kate kate next night we go to the after party who's there what kate we go to get so after the after party like mandel and the other people who are like going to their hotels wanted to stop to get food because like literally nothing in this town is open after 8 p.m there's one place that sucks so we opened the the door to like the tour van that they had or not tour van it was like a sprinter van um (laughs) how fun it it was pretty fun it was cool and so we opened the door who is on the fucking patio at this bar kate she was literally everywhere next night we saw her at the show like you could not escape Kate. And then I found out like she her mom's like a, you know, a real estate mogul or something like that. So she's just got like tons of money. Hell yeah, Kate, good for her. Yeah. Um, and then I met this woman who I was like talking to and she said she was like Burt Kreischer's roommate back in the day. Oh my God. And then when I met him this week, I like had like a little anecdote to tell him and he was like, oh, I can't believe that. It was crazy. So. So he she was the roommate? She was. Yeah. Wow yeah what a small little world yeah very weird um so yeah it was a really good time like my biggest fear was that and this is like you know some deep-seated childhood issue is like you know when you went to like a a sleepover and you know everybody could be like a little cunty to like one person Mm -hmm. and then that person could be you I was like very worried even though all of the all of the women in the the car in the house were like late 30s yeah like, and like and like love you and you are friends with but in my head I was like what what if they don't like me you know like shit like that like what if you know things get sour and it never did it was just fun fun not. fun of course um it was definitely like sleepover vibes every night 
uh really good time i knew you were gonna have a blast thank you i knew it i knew it i said it i said so (laughs) you did say so i just get worried about stuff like that you know obviously that's the childhood trauma Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was very fun were kids mean to you at sleepovers who were they let me talk to them yeah um I remember one time at this girl named Jessica Jarvis's house. She lived out in like Saluda, which is like what more a country, more country than where you went to my parents' house. Uh-huh. And I remember in the morning, I was just like, I got to get out of here. And I just started like <laughs> walking down the road. And then my mom came to pick me up and I wasn't at the house because I went the wrong way down the road. And I, I got in trouble. <laughs> me, me got in trouble. I can't believe you just started aimlessly walking out of the house. I was like, I can't take this for one more fucking second. So that's all my that's all my mental illness, but it was great. Um, and uh, yeah, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Um, Aww. it was very fun. Well, I can't wait to see you March twenty second when you surprise me at my recording. <laughs> I have a feeling Katie's going to be the surprise headliner, guys. Why would I headline your show? That's crazy. Because you're the guest. Because I'm the guest. Yeah. Come on. What are you doing? Are you all right? Oh, yeah. I just got Slack messages. Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, your eyes all of a sudden, you looked like you received the most insane news. Oh, they asked me. Yeah, I did. They asked me to come into work tomorrow. And I went. (laughs) What? On a Monday? On a motherfucking Monday. I am. I uh, did, did everyone party a lot. Was it a good party time? Yeah. Yeah, like, th- we had this crow's nest where you had to, like, walk up this, like, really tall, like, spiral staircase. And so we would go up there and smoke at night because you, like, obviously weren't allowed to smoke in the condos. And then there's two nights where we got to go to the beach at night, which is a dream. Oh, that's the um, best. So, yeah, it was good. I, uh, and, like. Did I you mean, smoke cigarettes? What? <laughs> What Katie? Before Kate, before we left, Katie said she was gonna smoke a pack of cigarettes on the trip, and I said don't. And I was really putting, I was really against it, and really implored her not to do it because she had quit, and she said she would think about it. So did you smoke cigarettes, Katie? Can you say it loud for everyone to hear? <laughs> You're not saying anything. Did you smoke? Yeah. How many cigarettes did you smoke? Not even a whole pack. But what? oh, this is a cool story. So I asked because I was like, maybe I could just bum cigarettes. Like maybe I'll just have a, a bum <laughs> cigarette time. And the first night I asked Bob Place for one, and he gave me like half an American Spirit. It was like his last one, which was very sweet. So I went to the gas station and I bought him cigarettes. And when I got to the house to give him his, he gave me a pack. It's so we'd like gift of the Magi to each other cigarettes. Gift of the Magi, bitch. It was the gift of the Magi, bitch, and. I, I think I smoked 15 because I threw away like four or five at the end. Have you smoked since you've been back to L.A.? No. <gasps> I love you that are... as soon as I said no, the, the video ended. <laughs> you are so lucky the call ended because I was just about to be, I was just about to lecture you. No, I'm kidding. No, I haven't smoked since I got back. Um but you got to smoke a cigarette on the beach. You got to. Do you? You got to. Just t- put it out on a turtle. Well, I mean, I also, like, feel like, you know, if I'm not drinking, it's so, like, it's, you know. You need advice. You need advice. You got to do something. <laughs> you know but, I kid. I know. I know. But even, like, the whole, like, area that we were in, like, I think that prohibited me from smoking cigarettes. Because you couldn't smoke, like in the house but then i also got like really paranoid just like walking around the neighborhood that like somebody would get mad because like there was a lot of rules like i would say one of the biggest dramas that happened was based on um parking parking restrictions because they gave us like two um parking passes per house so we had four cars but I think Marshall took one of the parking passes like day one so there was always like one too few parking passes and we had to talk to this man named Nelson about a hundred <laughs> times 
because he was like, I'm going to put a barnacle on Lace's car if if you guys don't get it by, you know, in an hour or something. I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back. A barnacle? Is that a boot? I w- we'd never heard this term. And then we said it a million times. But it's like, you might have seen them in Atlanta, like, in private parking lots. It's like a yellow. It looks like a yellow briefcase. And then they unfold it. And it's got suction cups on the inside. And they put it on your, your window. That seems awful because people will still drive with that. Yeah. And, and then we not watched see. as many people got barnacled right outside, like like right outside the balcony. So like I spent a couple mornings just watching people argue with Nelson. Oh, Nelson, what an awful job. Outside with my big, big glass of half and half, just waking up. <laughs> and a cigarette. My cigarettes. My nasties. Nana's nasties. <laughs> well, speaking of drinking, dude, the other night I drank. Um I drank, and let me just tell you guys, oh my god, did I have the worst hangover of my life yesterday. Was I immediately punished for, I think I just went a little too hard. I think maybe I should have had, like, a Truly or something, but you know I had some mixed drinks. And I woke up literally all day yesterday before my show in Athens. I was in, I was just rotting inside, inside, in bed. <laughs> um, I literally, this is going to be gross. Warning, I'm going to talk about vomiting. I was v- vomiting so hard. <laughs> and like nothing, like I've like vomited. It was all empty. I was empty, but I still kept vomiting. Oh. I at one point was vomiting so hard that like the, the gag of it was so hard that I thought I was going to piss or shit myself. <laughs> like at one point it was happening and I was like, am I peeing? Am I peeing right now? Cause like it was pushing like, you know, like the reflex in your yeah. chest and your stomach. It was going so hard. I thought I was making myself pee. Thank God I didn't. But I was like, this is a low moment for me right now. Dude. I do not miss throwing up. Like it was awful. My throw up quotient has gone down to almost zero having not drank I, I realized as I was doing it I was like I really cannot remember the last time I vomited I only vomited really when I was drinking like oh I guess I had a migraine once and I vomited but like besides that I cannot remember the last time it just like it sucked so bad it wasn't I was having I had like a great night but I would have still had a great night I think if I hadn't have drinking or if I had had drinking less just like um, a drink yeah yeah, well, the th- I think I would have been fine. Zach and I were leaving a night at a bar. I almost at the bar. Um, and then as we were leaving, we ran into some friends. So we ended up staying, which was fun. But then we got another drink. And I think we should have just stayed, at least for me. He was fine, of course, because he's fucking, I don't know. He's always fine. I've seen him hungover once when he had cheap wine, yellowtail. But I was so sick. I was literally sitting. I got out of bed at like 8 a.m. like 7 a.m. I couldn't sleep for hours. Also, I was so stuffy. My nose was so stuffy. Oh, I couldn't breathe out of my nose. I was just fucking mouth breathing with the worst <laughs> headache and nausea. It was disgusting. And then I just sat on the couch and watched Love Is Blind while I sucked on ice chips. Oh, that sounds terrible. Like so not worth the the temporary fun because it's always it's. Ugh, I hate throwing up so much. And I Me used to too. be somebody I would get like kind of nauseous and spinny like when drinking so i'd be like oh time to boot and rally and then i would go throw up and i'd be fine but then like the next morning like the headaches like mm. i remember the last time i drank that that hangover was a great reminder why i quit drinking like that new year's that new year's day hangover oh my god and it just takes it out of you like i was so tired i did the show thank god i was fine for the show I don't even know why I wasn't stressed about it. I was like, whatever, it's just going to be what it's going to be. I, you know, it's a late one show. I can gather enough energy and sleep enough that I could do 40 minutes, have energy for 40 minutes. But then I went to bed. I slept until like almost 12 p.m. today. Like I was, my body was so tired from not sleeping, from vomiting, from having a headache. Ugh. I will yeah, say though, the wrecks your body. The only positive part is after you start to feel better and you eat, like chipotle is always what i want and that that chipotle hits so hard <laughs> not worth it like it still would hit regardless but god does it hit that chipotle and a coca-cola Ooh, damn does salty, it really a little sweet save your life but yeah it was horrible it was awful 
Ugh. I would always find it so hard to eat anything, even though you need to, like the next day. Same. Because it's so hard to get out of the house to go get something like. Ugh. Oh, I didn't leave the house. If you think I got, if you think I did anything to obtain any of the things I needed, you are crazy. You know, uh, Zach, you know, my lovely, lovely boyfriend was that's so doing nice. it all for me. Of course. Sweet angel. He's a sweet angel. You um, are you watching Love is Blind? Um, no, I've only seen a little bit of that show. I think I watched I watched one episode because you told me about it a while ago, but I I saw all your stories and I was like, this season must be particularly unhinged. It's so fun. You have to watch this season. What is what's the what's the hook? The editing is just like so good. Like, they are so good at picking plots and, like, following it. And there's just a lot of viral moments this season. Oh, nice. A lot of moments that have taken over the internet. So, once they pick their person, so, like, they're in the... So, you're in the pods. You're talking to people. You're dating everyone. You don't see anyone. Then you pick who you're going to get engaged to. You propose or get proposed to in the pod. So, you get proposed to without seeing each other. Mm -hmm. Then there's a reveal moment where you see each other. Then you get proposed to again in the reveal moment. Then after that, they all went to the Dominican Republic for, like, their little trip. Then after... And that's where they meet all the other couples, too. Mm -hmm. And they get to see them. And then after the Dominican Republic, it, the Republic, they move in together temporarily to, like, these apartments the show has for them. And they, like, basically live their life, I think, for, like, a month or a couple weeks yeah. until the wedding, leading up to the wedding. And in that time, they go to work. They meet friends. They meet family. They meet the other people from the pods they've been dating. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, they have their phones back and everything. So they have the opportunity to, like, not be with them at certain points yeah there's been breakups okay i mean obviously like i think that would be the worst if you propose to somebody when you can't see them and then you see them again and you go ah. well it's so like hard <laughs> you can have a connection with someone that been like you don't know what they're like around other people you don't know what they're like in social settings you don't know how they dress you don't know what they're like like, all you're doing is talking, so you don't know how they behave, like, getting ready for bed, or they, you know, it's just so many things that are unknown, even though you talk about everything there is to talk about. Mm -hmm. Like, I get why it works, and I really get, I get why there's been chances where things have just perfectly lined up, and also it's fully understandable why it doesn't work a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, my question is, and maybe this is, like, shouldn't matter but like where are these apartments like how are they going to keep going to like are they all from the same city originally yes it's all so they do it by place so this one's in charlotte north carolina no way yeah isn't that crazy they did it in charlotte and i was like i didn't even know they had hot people in charlotte they don't historically <laughs> they, i guess all the ones all the ones they got wow um and they then the first to, like, season career day at unc charlotte and looked for like <laughs> eight not terrible looking people it's so funny. It looks like they reached out to a lot of people on the season to be on the season. So they just must be on social media. Like, it's so interesting. The first season ever, they did Atlanta. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Like, the, the couple, the it couple still lives in Atlanta. Well, that's interesting that, like, they could have lived in these cities for so long and never ran into the other person on dating apps. Has that ever happened? Last season, they had two people. That was Houston. And Houston seems particularly small and how they were talking about everything and there was it was the first time ever there was two people on there who had dated and they almost like kicked them off the show but they did it they just had to agree like but that caused a lot of drama oh that's crazy yeah and they'd met on a dating app and they had dated yeah that i mean that's that would be my assumption is like at the end of the day you swipe through probably so many people that you've either seen them or dated them a thousand percent Ugh. God, I want to be on a reality television show so bad. What would be your dream reality television show? I would like to be on The Circle. Okay. I would love The Circle. Honestly, I think I'd be a hit on Love is Blind, but I'm not single and I wouldn't want to bring my family into it at all. But I think I would I think I would be a hit. I think I would kill in the pods. People laugh at the craziest things. Like they laugh with their whole pussy. It's insane. <laughs> I think I'd make a lot of good friends. I think I'd have a lot of good moments. And I think I would be swept up in the experience. Um, but like Zach won't let me go on it. Ugh. 
just like a man to hold you down literally i'm like why not he's like because we're in a relationship i'm like okay and it's not real it's fake they plenty of times that people who have boyfriends or girlfriends at home i don't see what the big deal is yeah i think that's fine and then as i told him we go should into both it go going it. like i know this is fake and i'm not going to say yes to the proposal yeah it's it, i'm trying to get followers here i'm trying to get a following just be just do jokes do bits the whole time now do all the girls and all the guys get to see each other like do they have their like separate houses? yeah so all the girls yeah all the girls there's girls quarters and boys quarters so they all see each other and know what they look like and they can discuss like oh i talked to samuel today and he said this and then somebody else will be like well he told me that yeah literally and some of these men are fucking idiots and literally say the exact same thing verbatim to girls amazing it's this season's fun but i would love to be on the circle i think i'd be good at it um and it just seems sick i think i'd be great at it hell yeah i think i'd be fun to watch on survivor but i i think it would wreck me Oh, I used to think I could do Survivor, and then, like, it just got harder and harder. Like, I would not want to eat, eat bugs. I'm afraid I'd hurt myself in the physical challenges. I couldn't do the physical challenges, but you know what I think would really get me? The cold. Like, when it shows them at nighttime and they're not sleeping because it's fucking freezing, and it's when they're wet and it's raining, that is what would, Ugh. that is what would really get me. I would hate that. I also don't think I'm conniving enough to, like win any of that kind of show i think you are oh thank you you're welcome <laughs> i used to want to be on real world when i was like in high school but what's obviously... that oh big brother i've never seen big brother but that seems like something i could do i knew i i went to um improv class with one of the winners of big brother really mm -hmm. andy the redheaded gay guy that won like i don't know probably 12 years ago <laughs> What what was real world again? I know you've explained it to me before. Well, back in my day, um, <laughs> so there is on MTV there is real world and there is road rules. So real world was just seven strangers in a house, mm -hmm. um, in a different city. So like they would do, you know, Paris or New Orleans or just somewhere like nobody else lived out of Great. the group, and it was literally just like just reality show, like no challenges. Like the only challenges Ugh. were like getting along with each other. I would love that. I would love a no challenge reality show. Yeah, it was just like personality and drama based. So kind of like Jersey Shore before Jersey Shore. And then Road I, Rules was like where Theo Vaughn was on Road Rules, Christina P was on Road Rules, like okay. What was Hannah Burner on? I don't know. She was on a reality television show. Hmm. Survive. I don't know. I don't Not know that Survivor. person well enough to She's a comic. That's all I wanted to do. I just want to get a fall, get follow, get a following, so I can keep doing stand up. Um, it doesn't say in her like bio on Instagram, so I'm not sure. Guys, someone nominate me for some reality television shows. Do you remember um what not was it what not to wear? Oh my god, my mom and I watched so much what not to wear oh yeah clinton and stacy were the oh original my. mean girls of reality tv i really want to rewatch it because i feel like they now they both like literally take back everything they did oh, <laughs> especially stacy london now is such like so anti that she's gay which i did not know what? um yeah she like has a wife or a girlfriend and she's so like not into that what that was but it was so i mean the hairstylist to me was always the craziest he would just chop off everybody's hair no matter what yeah give him it that was nice crazy. john and kate plus eight hairdo. why did he cut off everyone's hair that wasn't even the look he just fucking wanted something to do it was a lot of like uh those like big collared shirts and fedora like back in the day like they're like yeah let's slap a fedora on her and a and like a nice jean, a, a bootleg jean. Mm -hmm. It was always the same. I need to watch it. My mom and I loved that show. Um, hopefully, maybe one day I can be on a cult documentary. Yeah, is that I what just you want? Finished watching um, Love Is One. <gasps> oh, which one was that one? I the, watched that one. The lady who drank all the colloidal silver. 
that one was so good. It was great. I watched the it editing. Oh, that um, was Brittany great. was saying like they did it on what while we were drinking, and I was like, like everybody in the car is like, you have to watch it, and so I watched it while I was down there. Um, so my dad crazy. was so upset watching that. What what part? <laughs> he was just like at the end. He was just like, we're just watching a dead woman. Like he was upset. <laughs> we're just watching this woman. Die. My dad's like pretty sensitive to like movies and stuff like that, which I think is pretty normal, especially like that generation you don't grow up with as much explicit shit just at your access and he was pretty yeah. pissed when i was watching it on the tv he was like we're just watching her body like what the fuck well the first first five minutes you see a dead person i literally thought it was a mannequin for so long and watching the series it it looked it looked like something i'd never seen like one of like the elves from lord of the rings had been turned blue or something it was like crazy looking um my favorite part was that they didn't call it colloidal silver they kept calling it colloidal silver and it was yes like, y'all don't even know i mean this is not a real thing to be taking but y'all don't even know what it's called and you're making it at home on a bunsen burner or whatever like that shit was so insane yeah that was a really good one yeah i loved that they like you don't often see cults continuing their culthood after the cult leader dies but they were like, yeah, we have our own, you know, sect of it here. We got one over here. Like, true psycho shit. Mother God. And I she was mean. Just... Like, when she would be yelling at people, I'm like, I don't think Mother Mother God should be yelling. She was so drunk all the time. Yeah. When that... Yeah, I don't think. I don't think I could ever be in a cult because I just don't think I believe in anything that much. Like, I don't have unwavering belief in anything. Yeah, I would want to question like, like the part where they're like, mother, mother gets to lay down and commune with the spirits. It's like, bitch is taking she's, a nap. She's just sleeping. Mm-hmm. She's just sleeping. Nobody else is allowed to sleep, but mother can sleep. Did you watch Escaping Twin Flames? I haven't seen that one yet. We should watch something and cover it on here soon. But that okay. one's really good too. You'll watch that one's only like four episodes. That one's very good. Um, there's another one I wanted to see. It's on HBO and like I can't remember the name of it, but like it's basically like a family finding out that their grandfather might have been a serial killer. <gasps> what? It called American Crime. I don't know if it's that I think his name's like Jim Mordecai or something like that, because they keep showing Mordecai. a picture of him. And it said Mr. Mordecai. So he might have been a teacher. Mordecai is a, a tough name. That's a killer name. That's a killer name, yeah. And I know Mordecai's, but it's just giving suspicious. Yeah, and then there was another one where it was like, like the titles, like he seemed like a nice guy, oh my <laughs> something God. like that. Um, but yeah, I would love to love to watch and recount a, and maybe we watch the whole thing, unlike Natalia Grace, <laughs> where we go, that really, bitch done it. Really had our foot in the mouth. I really had our foot in the mouth in that one, didn't we? I'll never forget watching it after we talked about it and being like, oh no, I have fucked myself. Oh no, should have watched the whole thing. But they did a good job in that that aspect. Yes, because that was good filmmaking. Yeah, they tricked us. Did you watch her her second the second part of it? I haven't seen it yet. Um, I think I saw clips of it where they're like, "Guess what? You're only 22," and she's like, "I knew it." <laughs> um, have you seen any of the gyp? I watched. I started watching Gypsy Rose, like her prison tape stuff. Uh-uh. Her whole story. It's just so sad. It's so much sadder than we ever could have even imagined. I don't know how it could get sadder, but it does. It gets sadder. Like her in prison ex- experiences. No, just like the whole story of her childhood and everything leading up to it is just like the details are sadder, and there's like some sexual abuse in there too. That's like you're just like I remember when that was revealed. I was like, come on, give this bitch a break. She never stood a chance. I'm glad that people are taking care of her now, and she's going to get some some money to live her life. But I know I hope she just has in- intense therapy and has a good support system. Yeah. Ugh. And I hope she gets to meet Taylor Swift. I think that was one of her goals. I hope so. I sincerely hope. I want to meet Taylor Swift. All I have to do is kill my mom. <laughs> kidding. Do not use this against me. I'm kidding. I God, wonder I about that. the, the meeting that. of Taylor Swift. Like, what? I don't think I would like to meet her. I don't think I like meeting celebrities, honestly. I feel like Taylor seems pretty chill. I would. You just have to meet her in a right, the right time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't want to meet celebrities either because it would be a bummer to see that they like, all must. You just know they're all freaks. Yeah, like I don't know. Like when I watch people meet like Cheech and Chong, I'm like, I guess the the wonder is taken away from working with them or working with yeah. anybody famous. But like, it just kind of puts things into perspective where you're like. Do you think they're going to take you home with them or <laughs> they're just people? They're just people. That's at the end of the day, they're just people. And you're really just exchanging in small talk with them. Yeah. And so it means something to you, but like to them, you know, they're just, they have to be there or whatever. I'm not saying that's the way it is with Taylor Swift. Maybe she would really enjoy. Yeah. Careful you. what you say on here. Yeah. Um, no, that's for sure how it would be. But yeah, like, I think I told you when I saw Melissa McCarthy at the radio station and I just like stared at her and I was like, that's enough. That's enough staring. That's that's plenty. I think she saw me. I saw her. We both went, let's not talk to each other. <laughs> and it worked out perfectly because then, you know, what what thing are you going to say? Like, they go, would you like to be a movie star? Yeah. <laughs> you want to be in the movies, kid? Hey, kid, you should be into movies with me. I feel like it's only if you have something to say that's meaningful, something they did, something their work did. Like I met Brian Cranston and it was when I was applying for college and he had um, an interview, like a very, well, not even a popular interview where he talked about being an actor or something. And I watched it like before every single one of my auditions. Oh, and cool. so I told him that when I met him and I was in the process of doing it. So that felt like something cool to share. And he was like, oh my God, that's a, what, what interview? That's a man. Like, so that felt like something specific to share that yeah. was cool yeah but if you don't got anything you know i guess I it's like a little idiot. different when you're in the same industry as them yeah Do you know what i mean like if you meet like a big comedian or something like you at least have that in common where you can be like like when i met burt kreischer he was like i'm going to atlanta in a couple weeks what's the earl like and i told him it was cool or whatever like is he doing the earl yeah i think he's getting ready for like another special or something so do the earl really yeah that's so small for him. You heard it here first. Oh, my God. Was he nice? He seems very nice. He was very nice. And I was glad I had the anecdote. And then I was like, oh, and my friend Catherine, you know, has done that. And they're like, oh, we love Catherine. So it was like, you know, like we're not peers, but like in the same. You world. know, the same so people. Yeah. yeah. And I also wasn't like fangirling about it. It was just like, hey, nice to meet you. Chat for a minute. Peace out. <sighs> Wow, now he follows all of us on Instagram. I know. So exciting. Very nice. I mean, that's very cool. I was trying to see if I could follow him before, but he handed me his phone, so I didn't even like I just like, like typed it in. That's so head. fucking nice. Yeah. That's very sweet. So then yeah, I followed like a... him back. You know, I threw him a bone. I followed him very... back. <laughs> yeah, he seems like that's a very I don't know, that's very nice. He seems like a very nice person. Yeah. He was much lower key than I thought he would be. And I guess it depends on I'm like sure. if he's on a you know two bears one cave with tom amping him up but his wife was delightful the whole um just like the whole like studio they have is like crazy it's like a full house and then it's just like set up like because he's got his cooking show so they do that downstairs he's got his podcast upstairs and he's just got like a bay of like computer desks where like three girls are sitting like and he has like a full team like more people working on this than work in my office it was crazy that's crazy yeah um all right i do have to wrap up because i am driving to greenville south carolina to feature for shane torres that's exciting so guys if you are listening to this right now do not drive out there because the show has already happened it's come and gone what venue um do you know this venue because apparently he was in Asheville last night in a 200-seater. So that would be sick if it was the radio room. Oh, that's smaller. But I have only been to the old radio room. I haven't been to the new radio room. Okay. The old one I went to, um, they used to have, like, there was a dog in the bar, which is always exciting. And I think um, I opened for Rob Hayes and David Perdue. Great. Great lineup. It was fun. But it was, like, that was back when Nick Shaheen ran it. So it wasn't, like... It was like maybe 12 people there. Um, but the okay. new one's like nicer. I've seen it when I've been driving to Greenville, but I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be great. Um, he's so funny. So I'm excited to watch his set. And how much yeah. time do you get to do? I actually 
don't know. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> question. I'm going to actually find that out on the way there. That's a good idea. I've been feeling, I feel so, because I've been running 40. I'm like, whatever, I can do it. I feel like, but I should figure out how much time I'm doing so I can plan my But I feel like if it's me, I'm bringing someone for a guest spot and him, I should probably be doing 20. I don't know 30. if he's doing an hour, then 15 maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'll give you a chance to work on like the jokes that you're saying, like maybe a thousand percent uh the ones that you were like saying oh they might have had a you know lower spot or whatever yeah. on your lineup and he seems like he's gonna have a good audience so i'm excited yeah, that's awesome i'm um featuring for uh, martin urbano at the earl um oh hell yeah next month too which i am super fucking pumped for that's exciting Look he's at you. so funny yeah i'm excited he's so funny um well go to tomorrow's taping on the 22nd <laughs> Please, guys, Katie's going to, if you want to see me and Katie, come to that taping if you want to see me and Katie. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Somebody send me five to six hundred dollars so I can fly there and I'll go. Guys, get Katie in here. I'm dead ass. I need her there. Um, You don't. You'll be great without me. But (laughs) I wish I could go. Me too. It's all right. Next time. Next time. My Netflix taping, you can come. Oh, thank you. Let me open for you one day. You can open for me. It'll feel sacrilegious. Be a good time. Um, okay, we'll All have right. fun f- featuring. You'll be great. Uh, Thank drive you. safely. And... Thank you, Mommy. Enjoy your milk. Thank you. I still have to finish my milk. <laughs> Freaks, thank you so much. Sorry we were so gone. We will be back weekly. Thank you for your patience. We've just been so busy. So busy. We're busy, so girls. Busy. So busy and out of town. I'm not going to pack a fucking microphone. I'm out of town. Yeah, I'm not packing that either. I don't I'm not packing this. That's a ridiculous <laughs> thing for you to ask. So stop it. You're getting what you get, but we love you and we'll love see you, you soon. See you soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, let's stop. What you say? What that mean? I don't know. Top shelf, bitch, I'm on the kind of rock. Baby,